0: Today is Wednesday, October 2nd, 2019, and this is Radio Wave. Broadcasting from the Radio Wave studio at Caritas, Birmingham, in Alabama, this is Radio Wave. Tonight, a friend of Medjugoria is joining us from the holy village of Medjugoria, fresh from the mountain, the apparition this morning, to Mariana, on the day of prayer for non-believers. At about 7 a.m. our time, central time in Alabama, a friend of Medjugoria shared the message with the Caritas pilgrimage group who is there, right now. This is the second to last pilgrimage of the season, and there is one pilgrimage left in October, in the beginning of November, and there are a few places available left on that pilgrimage. So if you're feeling the call to go to Medjugorje this year, there is only one more chance for you to be able to do that. We encourage you to go to medj.com and click on pilgrimage information, or you can call Caritas in the U.S., at 2056722000 again 2056722000 extension 218 or 219 and ask about a medjugorje pilgrimage before we go to a friend of medjugorje we'll first hear the message of our lady
1: our lady of medjugorje's october 2nd 2019 message on the day for non believers dear children The will and the love of the Heavenly Father, make it so that I am among you to, with a motherly love, help you have faith grow in your heart for you to be able to truly comprehend the purpose of earthly life and the greatness of the Heavenly One. My children, the earthly life is the way to eternity, to truth, and to life, to my son. I desire to lead you on that way. You, my children, you who always thirst for more love, truth, and faith. Need to know that there is only one spring from which you can drink. It is trust in the Heavenly Father. It is trust in His love. Abandon yourselves completely to His will and do not be afraid. Everything that is best for you, everything that leads you to eternal life, will be given to you. You will comprehend that the purpose of life is not always to want and take, but to love and give. You will have true peace and true love. You will be apostles of love. By your example, you will make it so that those children who do not know my Son and His love will come to desire to know him. My children, apostles of my love, adore my son with me and love him above all. Always strive to live in his truth. Thank you.
0: And so sharing the message of Our Lady with the Caritas Pilgrimage Group, here is a friend of Medjugorje.
2: So Our Lady is here Bring us back to scriptures. She says, put the Bible in a visible place. Read it every day. She said, wipe the dust off of it. We ought to be a biblical people. We heard in the past that people would become Christian, but the witness of them made them not want to be one. Gandhi said that. I believed in Jesus. I believe what he said. But I never met a Christian that made me want to be one. Our Lady is here to make you want to be virtuous, display in your life, your love for everybody, that they will be like you. I got six boys. The last was a girl. When they date, not when they engage, when they date, they become Catholic. Because they know, don't even come around me. Oh, I accept them a Protestants. I got a lot of Protestants' friends. But they know if they're going to get married and my kids, they better be a Catholic. And I didn't say it. I didn't force it. It's just the strength of who we are. I'm Catholic. I believe in the Catholic Church. I will die Catholic. And I will never let what's happening in the church, the devil, turn me away from it. That said, I don't want to say anything else about it. When you hear this garbage, you can recognize this garbage. So a lady gave a message today. You're part of history for the Day of Nonbelievers, October 2nd, 2019, and Our Lady tells us, ready to go to truth. One thing we have to understand, people don't understand what truth is. They think it's running around with your hands folded constantly. Holiness is simply one thing. The maximum holy you can be, and a saint, is God's will. So the whole purpose of the messages is to lead us to discover the will of God and do it. And you can't exceed that because he wants the most, if you want to say it that way, of your Christian life, your Catholic life, for who you are. And you become a saint that way. Maybe the church may never recognize you, but heaven will. It's that simple. What is God's will in my life? And you do it. Not what everybody else is doing. And Satan will come along and give you something good to do. He would a whole lot rather this place be a place of devotion and promote that, which he hates because he hates the light of devotion, than conversion. And many sites our ladies come to, well, every site our ladies come to, she says, my son is there also is Satan. He goes there. He goes to Via Della Rosa. The devil is there. There's no question about that. And he'll offer you light, which he cannot stand. But he can't stand conversion. So he'll do anything to stop your conversion. Jesus in the poor man, God, says that the enemies of Capernaum were trying to damage him. And the greatest damage they could do is to isolate him to say bad things about Jesus, to put out rumors about Jesus so they won't know Jesus. You know, Our Lady has said probably now at least 300 times on the second of the month, my son, my son, my son. Now in the monthly messages of Maria, she says Jesus. She's only said my son in the second of the month only about four or five times, six times maybe at the most. Why? Because Jesus has a bad name. So much scandal, so many bad things. The Christians aren't living, they're supposed to live. And so she wants to attract them to her. All those people, let's take the Muslims for example, they venerate the Virgin Mary as the greatest woman who ever existed. Mohammed believed that, it's in the Quran, But he says only Jesus is a prophet. But you don't go to the Muslims. They already have a veneration to Our Lady. You go to the Muslims with Our Lady And so on the second of the month, and the people who are non-believers, who, I don't want your Jesus. I came over here on a plane uh, a couple of trips ago. Guy sat next to me. I could tell he was depressed and stuff. We got off. I gave him a little card about a lady, and he gave it back to me. I don't believe in God. I said, just keep it. He didn't want it. But what our lady is trying to do here is what you can't accept Jesus, because Jesus has a bad name because of Christians in a lot of ways. That he's sending the mother. And we are to win the people over to Our Lady. And she's talking about her son. She did that today. She didn't say the word Jesus. Because Jesus has a different meaning to a lot of people. It's not really always good. You may think so. But we have tarnished his name because we have not lived the fullness of the Christian life. If you did, you would have people converted. I can say our mission has brought innumerable people to the Catholic Church. Our Lady said today, it is the will, we just talked about that, it's the will of God, His will, the will of the love of the Heavenly Father. It's His love that is coming to you, that you be willed within His will. And if that's what you strive for, that's where you will peek out because he knows exactly what he wants you to go and what to be. The will and the love of the Heavenly Father make it so that I am among you. Two, with a motherly love. The world needs mother, the world needs woman more than anything else. Because the father's not respected in the family today, he's ridiculed. Go look at Hollywood anything. He's nothing. This has been going on for decades. Fatherhood is gone. So people have a bad image of God the Father. And that image comes through the woman. You say, how can that be? I'm not gonna go into the details. Go get the book called How to Change Your Husband and read that and you'll see it. And if you follow it, you'll see what happens from it. I see somebody whispering, How did you change your husband? I gotta get that book. <laughs> one lady was in the mission house one time holding the book and the husband says, You're not gonna buy that book. Seeing the title, How to Change Your Husband. I grabbed him by the shoulder and says, It's free. I don't care. She's not getting the book. Listen to me. Just trust me. Let her get that book. Cause the book, the principle is what. Right. You never, never will be what you need to be if you don't make your husband king. Well, he ain't no king. I saw a bumper sticker a couple of years ago that says, "My husband is king of all idiots." <laughs> it is funny. But this is really a real thing permeated in the culture because the woman always knows best. Yeah, Eve, we know that. Anyway, he got the book. But you have established chair, a throne of a king, means the possibility that a queen would be in that house. It's just that simple. And if it doesn't, you may be put on this life just to give salvation to that soul. One soul you save. One of the saints, I think it was one of the St. Teresa's, said after seeing somebody go to hell and the torture, she said, I would gladly die 1,000 torturous deaths to save one soul from hell. Jaco said that he won't talk about hell because he physically was taken there, not through a film. He was there, purgatory in heaven. And all he will say is, I will only say this about hell. It's too horrible for me to talk about it. That you would not want the worst enemy to go there. And so if your work is for one person, the scriptures tells us what? If you say one person, you've guaranteed your salvation. You have to change your mentalities. A mentality is hard to change, especially ours because we're so permeated with occupation and thought throughout the day. We're not open to that. We're open to other things of the world. So it makes it so that I am among you with a motherly love. Help you have faith, grow in your heart, for you to be able to truly comprehend the purpose of earthly life. Well, we think we know what the purpose of life is. Don't we? We must not. She wouldn't be saying that if we were accurate with it. And the greatness of the heavenly one. My children, the earthly your life is the way to eternity, to truth and to life. To my son. She's saying, to Jesus. She wants you to be in love. The non-believers, people that have problems with their parents, fall in love with this woman. And then, to her son. The way to eternity is like a road. You're on the earth for one reason. That at the end of your life, before death, And after death, you pass the test. It's just a test. To where you're going to spend eternity. Our Lady said, your time is passing, and this life is but a blink. And so what you do on this life is a road. Don't look at it, what you're trying to get out of the life. Later in the message, she says, everything that leads you to eternal life. So this whole purpose of us here, our whole purpose and our work, what we do is to lead us on this road. I went to Russia. I went to see a, a bishop who was hidden in the Ukraine. When I landed there, there's a lot of details with it. It wasn't very pleasant. But anyway, once we got to Ukraine, I did like five hours. And on this road, it was going through neighborhoods. And the house was up here and kind of little wooden fences all the way down. For five hours, just walking on this road. And I could see in the people that hollow. You might see a few children playing, but it was something not like our children playing, our normal children there was something missing in this atheist country. I saw sorrow. I saw hardship just in these faces. It was something you can't really describe. You had to see it and feel it, a dark spirit. After five hours, I got to where the bishop was. He was flourishing. His people that went to his church were flourishing. And I saw something different in them because they had God. But life is that road. It's sorrow, a lot of deep things, a lot of things that's not happy. And you're going to experience those things. The physical reality of what a lady is saying is on the way to eternity. On the way to Ukraine, I saw this. Life is just that way. And a lady will give you cognitions. She'll give real life experiences like walking five hours through Ukraine, thinking, when were you going to get there? What are you going to end up to? What is life? What is it going to be like at there? It was like heaven at the end of it, where the bishop was. He was so elated I was there. I just came back from Maria. I brought a little icon to them. They held it as the greatest thing in Russia because it just got blessed by Our Lady. Maria told Our Lady I was taking this to a bishop at hiding. And I don't know where it is now. I've lost contact with him. But this is a relic. It'll be there 400 years from now. So Our Lady says, The earthly life to eternity, truth and life to my son. I desire to lead you on that way. The earth is only a way to get to eternity. And then she says, there is one spring from which you can drink. It is trust in the Heavenly Father. And that's why Satan attacks fatherhood. Because if he corrupts the father, he erases the authority, children will depart in godlessness. And that's what's happening. A lot of people have problems with the father. He's not respected. If you want to read about a father who is a drunk, and alcoholic, but the mom put them always in a good light and lifting them up and say your father's got a problem but he's your father, he puts a roof over your head he's a good man he has this problem, yeah, always putting them in positive instead of negative if your husband dies and you got a picture up there you say he was a good man, he was this you give something to your children on the opposite side you say he's just a drunk, there he goes again there's a picture, you know he tried to be good but he was no good They need in their heart what the Father is, so they can relate to God the Father. Whatever image they have of the Father, that's the image they get of God the Father. And that's why is here to heal. And that's why she's saying Heavenly Father, because she's a heavenly mother. Ronald Reagan's dad and him, the family, was whole. And his daddy was a drunk. And it disappointed Ronald Reagan, but the mother always put him in a good light. They moved like 20 times. They never stayed in the house over six or seven, eight months. And yet, Ronald Reagan came whole because the woman, Our Lady is here as the woman, as the mother, motherly loved to show you the Heavenly Father so we can put the family back together. Because the family is sick. When Our Lady came to our house, we were praying for our nation. We wanted our nation healed. We would consecrated a tree before Our Lady ever came for whoever see, see God in it. If you don't know the whole story, you can get more information for the Mission House here. Maria was at three months. Slowly we began to realize that it's not the nation that's sick. It's the family that's sick. You have to heal the family. If you can't heal the family, you can't heal the nation. It has to come that way. And if it doesn't come that way, the nation will never be healed. So they showed us that the bedroom, because that's where Maria appeared, that was the last place we wanted to be. We've had over 100,000 people go through our bedroom and pray, and many, many conversions there. That Once that's healed, because nations are made up of families, then the nation is healed. That's simple. I was telling the story the other day about the neighbor. Our neighbor told his little boy that he could fly around the room, just flap your arms. He got on top of the kitchen table, but he bleeds his dad. Children won't do that, but little children will believe whatever you tell them. And that's why adulthood has to be respected and demanded to be respected, starting with the father, so the mother can be heard. So little Mark gets on the table, and he's doubting a little bit. He says, you, you, you just flutter your wings. You're going to fly. So he bleed his dad, and that's what they want you to do, to hear the messages because sometimes it ain't going to be good for you. But she wants you to hear this like little children and believe it. If you say your dad's the strongest man in the world, which he won't be, he'll believe that. The child will. So Mark believes everything his dad said, and he goes straight out, not jumping on his feet, landing on his face, body just like that. But it's an example, not a good example, but it's an example Our Lady wants us to do because some of the things she tells us to do puts us flat on our face, and it's not pleasant, and there's hurts to it. But Our Lady knows what we need. And the way she's doing this and the way she's saying it is in a way for your good. You know, the other St. Teresa, her saddle went upside down and crossed a stream, and she says, if you do this to your friends, what do you do to your enemies? Thanks, God. So conversion brings these kinds of things. You have to understand why they're there. There is only one spring that you can drink from. It is a trust in the heavenly Father. Because there's very much mistrust in the male, in the Father, today in the world. It is trust in His love. Abandon yourselves completely to His will. There it is. Because that makes you the maximum saint you'll ever be. Completely to his will, and do not be afraid. Why be afraid to trust yourself to God? Because when I trusted myself to God and gave everything, I had to let everything go. But I know better than God what I'm doing than what he is. So I'm not going to let go of that. This is my plan. It's your plan or his plan. His plan requires you to jump off the table head first. But out of that difficulty, he brings healing. He knows what you need. And so our lady's here about certain things in the future is necessary. Our is here building up to that point, and we're on the verge of it. Lay lady goes on and says, everything that is best for you, everything that leads you to eternal life will be given to you. The sorrowful, on the 25th message we just heard, the sorrowful and the joyful and the joyful and the sorrowful, both comes out of each other. You're going to have sorrows. You're going to have joy. You're going to have joy and you're going to have sorrow. That's part of the Christian life. It's going to happen. You can't expect to get away from it. And actually, the more you're with Our Lady's plans, the more difficulties you will have. Everything that is best for you, everything that leads you in eternal life will be given to you. You will comprehend the purpose of life is not always to want and take. How much do you want how much you take, or how much you give yourself? I don't own myself. I don't own my time. I don't own what I do. My life is given to our Lady. I'm dictated where to go, when to go, how to go, when to come back. That's abandoning. Our Lady says in His trust, abandon yourselves completely to His will. I never planned to do this. There's a little boy in third grade made 13 Fs and 72 Ds because he hated homework. And all God has him doing now is writing and doing homework. I'd rather be outside on a horse or on a tractor or doing hard labor. Well, you see I'm writing on the Ten Secrets right now all day long. The guy up at the coffee shop here feels so sorry he won't even charge me for coffee no more. <laughs> I said, no, I'll pay for it. No, 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 no. It may not be what you plan. It may be what God requires of you that you have to do this. Abandon yourselves completely to his will and do not be afraid. And I saved that report card. Joan, Ruth's sister says, we don't want to show nobody this. I'm proud of that. I flunked on grade. <laughs> everything that is best for you, everything that leads to eternal life will be given to you. You will comprehend the purpose of this life it is not always to want and take, but to love and to give. Mary Honor told me once, Our Lady never, ever preferred herself first when she was alive. Try to do that one day. It's an amazing thing. I never thought about that. Our Lady, her whole lifetime, put herself second. You want to know what a mother is? You want to know what purity is? Try to do it for one day, just one single day. And, of course, love, what is love? Love is preferring another's needs before your own. And that's what you have to do. And it's a difficult thing, again, to live day after day. But to love and give, you will have true peace and true love. You will be apostles of love. By your example, you'll make it so that those children who do not know my son, not Jesus, we know it's Jesus, but those people are wounded by witnessing what they've witnessed. My son and his love will come the desire to know him. So through your love, through that, they'll desire to know who Jesus is. And our lady ends the message today, above all, about love. Always strive. Our lady didn't say, you live his truth. John Paul went to confession every single day. Did he live truth always? He strived to. Our Lady understands us. She knows our weaknesses. She knows where we're going to fail. She knows we're not going to be perfect. And again, last month, she said that if you think you're holy, that you're not. You're arrogant. You're not humble. But if you think you're not good, God sees you as good. If you strive, always strive to live his truth. So today's message is something that is very profound, always, always. And what you're thinking and what you hear and what you read and what you study and what you prefer to look at it today you will not see this message that same way next month in grammar school i remember the nun telling us that the world would never ever be punished again through the floods. and the rainbow which has been hijacked is a symbol and covenant of god and we weak christians have given it to people that are profaning it even not even understand what they're doing it was given as a covenant the God of his commandments, and not to have to flood the world again. But the nun said that there is a future time that we're gonna have fire will be the next punishment. I don't know where she got that. I don't know where she heard that, but I never understood that, that the next time the earth will be purified will be by fire. This was in the 70s. We had all the comments falling apart. The nuns started wearing blue jeans instead of habits. And there's a book called Ungodly Rage. If you want to really learn about it, read that book, Ungodly Rage. You won't even believe what you read. This one woman who went into the convents and studied everything. During that same time, Akita, kid Japan, a lady appeared to a nun. And the apparitions are approved. And a lady told this nun that there are many things that were going to happen to the world. And it's interesting, what was told by this nun correlates with the third secret of Fatima. When the third secret of Fatima was released, the first part of the secret that Sister Lucy saw was the angel shooting down to the earth a sword with fire. And upon the splendor of Our Lady hitting Our Lady between the earth and him, she deflected all that. But on August 3rd, 1993, Our Lady told the nun this... In order that the world may know the anger of the Heavenly Father, He is preparing to inflict a great chastisement upon all mankind. With my Son, I have intervened so many times to appease the wrath of the Father. I remember my mom going to my dad because he's a professional spanker <laughs> and lessening it down. But I was kind of hard about that. One time, my mom saw us to the screen door. I had my BB gun. My other brother Steve had his BB gun. My brother Ricky was running like it's fair back and forth <laughs> like this with his coat and his head over it, like that. And we we're going, ping, boom, ping, boom, ping, ping, ping. <laughs> My mama saw that. And she said those death sentence words, wait till your dad gets home. And my dad, because he's in World War II, didn't mess with guns, not even BB guns. And we could blind somebody, but that's why he was doing that, so it was safe for us, right? No. <laughs> it was wrong. And we knew it was wrong. My dad said, okay, you've got two choices. You can lose your BB gun for one year, or you can get a 15-minute spanking. Ricky says, he knew he was talking professional spanker, he says, I'll put my gun up. <laughs> Steve said, I'll put my gun up. I said, I want the spanking. So he holds my arm like this and he starts spanking me and I go past the minute and he's getting harder and harder and harder and I'm crying already. He's getting harder. He's trying to do everything he can to make me stop. I made it to three minutes and I stopped. And you know what he did? He didn't even prorate it. I got three minutes into it and I still had lost my gun for a whole year. <laughs> At least take off two or three months. <laughs> but I can tell you my dad was love. I learned love from my dad. A great man, a patriarch. But a lady is here with us because this is what Noah's told. I have intervened so many times to appease the wrath of the Father. She gave me another message here in Medjugorje that I have been with you through the centuries. And we know that we are tallied up for a 15 minutes baking. It continues, I have prevented the coming calamities by offering Him the suffering of the Son of the cross, His precious blood and beloved souls who can sow Him forming a cohort of victim souls. So we have victim souls, the prayers of the faithful, Our Lady through the centuries has gathered up and keep laying that before God's throne. But we're at a point now that this is her time. This is the woman of Revelations, June 24th, 1981, was the lowest point that we've entered into. You say, well, look how bad things are now. No, what happened, there was a great separation in one second. The moment the Virgin Mary appeared here in Mesogoria, changed the direction for those six visionaries. A new holiness, a new freshness started coming in, and we expanded from there. Evil continued to grow, and holiness is going to continue to grow. And now we see this stuff separating. We're no longer amalgamated together. We're getting away from that. Like the early Christians, they knew they had to separate from paganism and debauchery. And people say, oh, well, we've got to be around. No, we don't. If you don't get segregated from everything that's happening, what you see from Washington all the way down to the countries, everywhere, there is a polarization going more toward the light and more to the dark. And there's going to be a clash. And only can we win is if we get separated. Because love attracts those over on the, our side. And as long as we amalgamate them with them and we're doing a little bit of bad, a little bit of good, nobody's convicted. So we are looking for unity through separation. Or rather, you might want to say, through separation brings unity. This is what we are. We're being more unified, more like-minded to Our Lady by following Her and coming underneath the Heavenly Father. Again, this is in the 1970s. But Our Lady went in and told this nun in Akita, Japan, As I told you, if men do not repent and better themselves, the Father will inflict terrible punishments on mankind, and it will be a punishment. Our Lady goes on and says, It will be a punishment greater than the deluge. So this is what made me start going back to this nun a long time ago in grammar school. It will be greater than the deluge, such as one has never seen before. And then she says, and remember this is approved by the Catholic Church, fire will fall from the sky and will wipe out a great part of mankind, the good as well as the bad. So the good will suffer, the bad will suffer. Why is that? When something gets so rotten, so bad, so unrebuildable, you have to just start over. And there's a lot of casualties with that. There are a lot of people that got killed that were innocent in Japan and Hiroshima. I just came from there. One million degrees in one second when the bomb exploded. This much uranium. Unbelievable. Walking through the museums and the testimonies of people who died and the children, more people who were innocent that were guilty. But that's also part of how God's got to purify. The good as well as the bad. Bearing neither priest nor faithful, the survivors will find themselves so desolate they will envy the dead. The people who came into Hiroshima, right after the bomb, they didn't know, even us, when we dropped the gun, we didn't know all about the radiation. People were burned up. and pick them up by each arm and leg and their whole skin would come off like a sock because they were so burned. And they were starving for water. They were begging for water. But they noticed when they gave them water, they would immediately die, so they said, don't give any water. And the thirst of what happened to it was so much that they said, they didn't care if you died, just give us some water. And they went on for hours dying this way. When it happened, there was these little ticker tapes, things falling down from the sky, from the bomb. And it was water, but it was black. They called it black rain. And they all ran around trying to drink it but it was radiation rain. And what happened when the bomb did, it pulled all the river up in the atmosphere and then turned it back into radiation. So it was horrible. A lot of people suffered, innocent children. So in Akita, it goes on, the survivors will find themselves so desolate they will envy the dead. The only arms which will remain will be the rosary and the sign left by my son. And the sign left by my son. This is 1970. We're gonna have a physical sign put on this mountain that will be the last draw of conversion. And many will convert, but many will not convert. Each day we recite the prayers of the rosary with the rosary, pray for the Pope and the bishops and priests. The work of the devil will infiltrate even the church. In 1970, we couldn't believe that. How's that gonna happen? And it's there. We see all this happening. This is 1973. In such a way, this is LA saying, in such a way that one will see cardinals opposing cardinals, bishops against bishops, and the priests who venerate me will be scorned and opposed by the confreres. The churches and altars will be sacked. They're selling all the churches. The tabernacle of related messages is filled with things for churches that close down. We sacked them, but we didn't throw them away. Or we're revering what we got. This is prophetic. We see this. We know. We can see what's taking place. But doesn't that tell us that Our Lady's been here 38 years and a half, that there's something very, very wrong with the church? And I guess it's kind of the church. No, that's why I said before. I don't care. That stuff's not going to make me leave my church. It's going to make it stronger. But there is a big separation in the church. There is a problem in what Nikita said. Cardinals opposing cardinals. Bishops against bishops. We see this. The church will be full of those who accept compromises, and the demon will press many priests and consecrated to lead the service of the Lord. We've seen that forever. Pray very much the prayers of the rosary. I alone am able to save you. Our lady's saying that. I alone, this is 1973, I alone will save you from the calamities which approach. Those who place their confidence in me will be saved. That doesn't mean you're going to be saved in life, it doesn't mean you won't die. This nun saw fire coming from the earth in the Japan, burning up the earth. In Capeho Africa, the visionaries, which is proved, was stopped during the middle of a song, and they had to repeat these words seven times, seven, 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 like we talked in Patmos. Rosalie picked seven times. This is the words she made the visionaries sing seven times in the middle of the song, this verse. There will be fire that will come from beneath the earth and consume everything on earth. The day will come to take those who have served God. We beg you, have mercy on us. Why? Because we need mercy. What is divine mercy about? Because the devil goes to the trial at the end of your life, and Jesus is judging you. And he's mine. He's over me. Well, this is the period of divine mercy. Maybe two or three hundred years ago you got him, but you know, we'll get him now. Because he's right before he died, he opens heart just a little bit. Just, just, a whole, just a little speck. Divine mercy rules right now. Or you have to get somebody just to move a little bit toward God. They may be in purgatory to eternity, but divine mercy and why that came was to ante up the deck of cards that our lady would hold that she could use for to save souls. So we got three secrets here, 10 days before they happen. Fasting, praying, and the priest, then he releases them three days before they happen. And I'm writing about a lot of this now, so I'm bringing it up. And then the secrets will be released. And they won't be stopped. It's only God's intervention that can change the world's direction. So we're headed for trouble and great difficulties. And we know there's gonna come calamities. Our Lady said, January 28th, 1987, I dearly wish the Heavenly Father would permit me to tell you more about the secrets. But He won't. So, already we do know a lot. And what I'm putting together when you see the puzzle is like a lot. So, we know that the rainbow means that the world would never be flooded again. So, how will the world be pushed? Oh, misty eye of the mountain below.
3: This is to end in fire, then we shall sure all burn together. Watch the flames climb high, high into the night, calling out Father O. Oh, by, and we will watch the flames burn Over and on the mountainside. should die tonight We should all die together Raise a glass of wine For the last time Cooling out Father oh, prepare as we will Watch the flames burn Or burn on the mountainside Desolation See five. five
2: 28 1981 regarding the fire that hundreds of people saw burn but did not consume anything Our lady said on this mountain everybody saw it Our lady said the fire seen by the faithful was a supernatural character it is one of of the signs, a forerunner of the great sign. The villagers I talked to were amazed. There was nothing charred. They saw the fire. They said, "The fire people, nothing consumed." That's what Moses saw—a bush being burned. Why? Because he was getting the Ten Commandments. What are we getting from our Lady? Live the Commandments. Live the Scriptures. You are living in a moment, that nothing has happened between now and the deluge, and this is going to be bigger.
0: And so that was a friend of Medjugorje speaking to the Caritas Pilgrimage Group in the village of Medjugorje. We want to remind you that the nine-day bread-and-water fast begins this coming Monday, October the 7th. And for those wanting to join the nine-day bread-and-water fast, for nine days which you fast, you will cover one day in prayer for the coming year 2020 this fast is for the beginning of our lady's reign we have people joining us from all parts of the world from every corner of the world in this nine day fast excited to be able to take part in such a momentous event for those wanting to sign up you can contact caritas in the us at 2056722000 again 2056722000 when dialing from outside the United States, dial one 672 2000 Or you can visit medj.com and click on Contact and let us know that you would like to join the nine-day Bread and Water Fast. And so on behalf of a friend of Medjugorje, Caritas of Birmingham, the community of Caritas, BVM Pilgrimages, the Caritas Mission House in Medjugorje, Medjugorje.com, and Radio Wave 24 Hours, good night.